Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks. Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello and welcome and welcome back. Um, this is a daily lesson. Happy Wednesday. Um, I don't know if this lesson is going to be long, but I want to say these things. Um, I've been uploading a lot of videos and these videos have to do with world news and current events. And there's some things I would like to say in regards to them. Um, but I will wait until I upload a certain video because there's a particular video that I need people to look at and then I'll make a comment on it and I'll tell you why I uploaded it. Um, so just watch out for that. Um, and I want to talk about something else in regards to people's emotions. So I'll talk about that too. I'll probably talk about it and upload it on Thursday. Um, but I want you to know that it's coming. And I want to say something else too in regard to my little don't um, let me be a guilty pleasure. Don't think I said nothing because I don't know how to say nothing. I said nothing just to be funny. Now... I do amuse myself when I'm doing these lessons. As you know, all seriousness and no play makes me dull. So I do say my little stuff and make my little noises and laugh and stuff because I'm me. <laughs> the people who know me know how I am. Anyway, um, so I just want people to understand that because there are some serious, serious people that listen, but you know, if you're serious all the time, then you're probably just dull. Okay, so this is the lesson. And I'm hoping that every time I upload a lesson, that you're able to benefit from the lesson. I want to say one more thing, too. I know I keep getting on here talking about my computer and this and that. And sometimes you hear me going in and out or you'll hear stuff cut off. Well, I'm thinking it's just me or faulty equipment. It's both. Now, I said I'm going to stay still, and I do. I got a new um, microphone, new um, desktop monitor, 
but the monitor is not meshing with the computer. Now my computer is a little mature, I'll just say, a little mature, but it has all of my, um, um, what does it have? It has everything I need on it, like all of the programs, everything. And nowadays when you go and you um, get a new computer, which is not an issue for me, but to buy all the programs that I have on my computer, I just don't want to do it. Um, I have a lot of programs on my computer, but I have a terabyte, so I have enough room for it. But because it's a certain age, it's not meshing with my um, desktop uh, monitor. Um, I bought a new updated monitor, and one of them was actually defective. So I just got it a new one, but I'm having a little issues with this one, too. So um, I'm going to get a, a third one. <laughs> uh, talk about mess. Um, my first one was glitching. So you could hear the in and out and then you could hear the stopping. It was literally glitching a lot. So I had to call them up and they just gave me this new monitor today, actually. Um, today being the 8th, actually the 7th, but this is uploaded the 8th. So um, in the evening, I received it from UPS. We installed it, and then um, it's very grainy, even though it's a new monitor. Now, according to the um, customer service person, the technical support, they're saying because the computer's a little older than the monitor and it's not connecting. But the thing is this, when I do my Zoom, because I usually Zoom it and then I'll upload it, when I do the Zoom and the camera's smaller, it's crisp and clear. But when it's... Um, takes over the whole monitor because I got a large monitor, then it's not, it's grainy. So can it really be a disconnect of the technology? I don't know. My husband is a technical person. He is, he does do what, um, he deals with computers and he's saying that's not necessarily the case. So being that that's not the case, we're on this third monitor, which will be coming in a couple of days. I don't know. I'll update you. Who knows? Only he knows and the technical people know. So that's that. So me going in and out is not my imagination and it's not yours. And I was blaming myself and blaming everything. It's not the mic at all. It is a disconnect between the computer and the monitor. So just know that. It's almost, I almost feel like it didn't, it didn't even make sense to buy a new monitor. Because the first monitor I had was fine, except I kept going in and out. I could have just bought a new mic because the um, the camera was clear and crisp. Everything was good. But no, I had to go buy a new monitor, not knowing or understanding what um, would happen. Now, had my husband been here and we talked about it, then maybe I wouldn't have um, paid for the new monitor. Anyway, I can't return the new monitor. So um, it is what it is. Um, and yeah, it becomes wonky and it'll cut itself off or it'll mute me by itself. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's how that's going. In terms of my throat. Um, I'm still healing. It is what it is. Um, I do feel much better than I did, but I'm still um healing and um I know by the grace of the most high that um I'm gonna be better.
because um, I changed, I did some lifestyle changes um, and I'm doing well. I just want to give myself enough time to fully 100% heal. Like I said, um, I had a surgery. I had to heal from the surgery, which it wasn't what I thought it was. I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was, but the doctors kept going, oh, well, you know, when you're older, um, it takes a little longer. It's easier for younger people, but I don't believe that. I believe because the younger children can't communicate how much that crap hurts. So, you know, it is what it is. But um, like I said, I'm healing and I was doing some things that was hindering my larynx from becoming stronger. So um, I had some tips from the speech and language pathologist and she's teaching me, uh, well, she taught me some tools to use and some uh, different lifestyle changes. So I actually do feel a difference and I'm glad. Um, so um, I wanna say in the, uh, in the weeks ahead, I'll probably be doing some lives on, on Saturday. So um, I'm not going to push myself, but I feel like I could be ready in a couple, well, I'm not going to say a couple of weeks, probably a couple of months. I want to feel comfortable in doing it and secure in doing it. Because when I is, you know, when I do lives, I'm answering questions and whatever else that could take hours, you know, and sometimes I get excited, honey, my voice goes high and I am all over the place. So, um, yeah, that's, um, something that I want to make sure that I'm fully re ready to do. So until then, I will continue to drink my, um, ooh, my water. Um, and it's actually balanced water. And it's, it's, uh, um, it's not that water that they boil. It's balanced uh, water like Fiji. So um, naturally alkaline water. So that that has been helping. So um, enough of that. Now I'm going to say this lesson. And um, the name of the lesson is the recipe for an effective prayer. Or, uh, you know, um, the recipe for an effective prayer life, I would say, because um, you want to use these um, rules in your prayer life. So let's start. Um, I don't know how long this is going to be, but just bear with me. Okay. Hold on. Today, people are hurting, they're sad, and they're angry. And they don't know what to do or where to turn. And we know this because there's a lot of people that are depressed, very depressed. And people are not seeking help. A lot of times they're not. They are internalizing it, which doesn't help. Okay, now um, people may say that they are uh, praying or meditating for those who are. However, they say that they feel that their prayers are not being answered. Or um, they say that they haven't been praying or, you know, like they didn't try it 
or they never prayed before and they're trying to do it now because they feel desperate or have intense feelings. Um, in any case, they haven't been seeing any results. Whether they say they've been praying or whether they say they never prayed before and they're going to try or whatever it is, they haven't seen any results. When asking people how their prayer lives are, because, you know, usually when I'm talking to people, I ask them, do they pray? And, you know, maybe they'll just share I pray or whatever, you know, whatever they say in terms of trying to get relief from um, negative feelings or stinking thinking. So um, they say in their prayer lives that they, um, they state that they know how to pray. But when I get down to asking, you know, um, basic questions about, okay, well, what what's your um, prayer life like? They, they don't really have a prayer life or they don't really know how to pray. Because a lot of times when you're going to church, a lot of people who go to church and those who don't, um, they don't know the first thing about prayer. They don't know that you could talk to the most high like you talk to another person. They just, uh, who knows what they're doing. But from the things that I hear, um, there is definitely room for improvement. So um, it's understandable how things don't work out for them. Okay. The average believer had um, used to be a churchgoer or they just never went to church and they're not, they don't consider themselves quote unquote religious. But I told you that there's a difference between religion and spirituality. If you've never been to church before, if you never did any of that, you're still a spiritual being. That's why it's important to know who you are and who you belong to. Okay. So like I said, the average believer has um, used to be a church goer. And usually the church does the picking of the scriptures. They pick the lesson that will be delivered or the word and it's about something else it's not about your deliverance and your uh strengthening your prayer life okay um they pick the lessons that's going to be delivered they orchestrate how everything should go in their building um they don't give you homework they don't check to see if you understand anything and half the time, they don't even take note of who actually knows anything about the Bible. Lastly, um, when I used to go to church many moons ago, um, there were Bible studies. But even those Bible studies were orchestrated on specific things, like um, stories um, of Jonah and the whale and whatever else. Um, you know, uh, with a lesson of faith or perseverance, they, they don't have, they don't give you tools on how to pray and stuff like that. They'll just talk about various stories and discuss certain issues in regards to the church and, um, et cetera. Who knows? Um, those people are believers, excuse me, those people who are believers aren't, um, focused on how um, to get the things that they want. There are also people who desperately um, call out to the most high and report that they have not heard any replies or any results in terms of their lives getting better or um, 
having any relief from whatever it is that they're that's plaguing them. This is a lecture on how to pray effectively and how to achieve the results in order to get your prayers heard. Now, I can't tell you how um, to say or meditate your personal conversation with the Most High, but I can guide you through the scriptures. First and foremost, the Most High hears everything. He is updated on everything. He knows you and he knew you before the foundation of the world. And nothing surprises him. But this should not hinder you into going bold, boldly to the throne and making a request. There's just some things that you need to know. We will learn various types of prayers um, in order to get results, as well as what it takes to inquire about your desire and the understanding that sometimes when you don't get what you want, which is your heart's desire, and I talked about this before, you, um, you may not get what you want, and that is because the Most High knows better than you whether you should get it and whether it's going to be beneficial to you or not, depending on who you are. That's why we're having this um, lesson. But also know that sometimes he will give you something that's not beneficial to you and you'll fall flat on your face because you just want it so bad. And this is all about life's lessons. Okay, which is what this whole walk is about, especially if you are a child of the Most High. Now, is there a difference between a child of the Most High and everybody else? Well, the Most High said he doesn't have any favorites. Okay, he said he doesn't have any favorites, and he does give um, Gentiles the desires of their hearts. However, the contract is with the children of Israel. Okay, everything is contingent on the children of Israel. So naturally, I'm saying, I didn't say the most I said, I'm saying that it, you're important, children of Israel. Focus, okay? Most I said he'd give anybody that. Why wouldn't he give his um, his first, um, the, the people he had the contract with, the first fruits, which is the children of Israel? Why wouldn't he give it to them? Now I'm going to help you get the junk out of your heart so that you can have a clean slate when you're going to inquire about whatever it is that you're praying about to the most high. Now, um, some of these things include, I'm going to point out some things, some of these things include, but are not limited and they're not in any particular order. Okay. We will discuss how to pray, what the scriptures are, what they're for. Okay. Um, prayers for healing and well-being. Regular everyday conversations with the Most High uh, within your life walk. Glorifying the Most High and being grateful for everything, even the stuff that you have. Everybody always looks at what they don't have. How about looking at the things you do have, like breath? You're still breathing. Okay, clothes on your back. You still got clothes on your back? You got money in your pocket? Okay, can you get some food somewhere? A square meal, like buying one or going to somebody's house, like your family member's house and getting one. Two feet, two arms. A working body, meaning no cancers in your body, no nothing. You got to learn to be um, grateful for everything. Okay? Some people don't look at that. 
uh, believing and receiving in your heart, believing those things that are not as though they are, okay? That's what you. I'm going to bring to your mind. I want you to know that um, even angels aid our prayers. They do. So there's things that's going on behind the scenes that happen, okay? They carry up our prayers um, to the most high. Uh, remember in the beginning, the most high commanded the angels to treat men, um, treat his creation, which is man special. Okay. Um, and for the most part, they do, except for the devil and those minions that got thrashed down with them. The one third of the angels they used to be, they got th thrashed down. No, they don't care nothing about you. Mm -hmm. And this is what all of this is about. Except for the devil and those angels that came, uh, got thrashed down with the devil. They don't care about you. But for the most part, the angels, their job is to watch over you and protect you. Yes, they do. And they love you just like the most high. Mm -hmm. You don't believe that? You better go to Genesis. You better go to the book of Jash, uh, Jasha, Yashia, and go to the book of Jubilees. Yeah, you will know this. Um, it's also on the platform library, so you can always go and refer to that. Now, um, like I said, angels assist in prayers. Um, also, your heart must be clean and not full of junk by checking what's inside you. That's important. Um, you got to learn how to meditate. Learn how to read the Bible for content for yourself and stop relying on everybody. Learn how to maintain scriptures for discussion with the Most High, as well as coming against demonic forces. You will learn to receive the fruit of the Spirit in order to have a proper walk with the Most High. Why are those things important? Because you have to have a different language with the Most High than you do with everybody else. And I'm going to say it like this. If anybody works in any industry, technology, medical, um, anything... Um, even if you are a carpenter, there's certain words and jargon that you use that other carpenters know. If you're in IT, in technology, AI, any area, there's certain words and jargon that people talk to one another that other people don't know. In medical, certain words and jargon that people don't know that other doctors and nurses and everybody else in the medical field know and understand. You got to learn that. In mental health, there's different jargon and um, words that you use that not everybody else knows that's not in the metal, um, mental health field, okay? You have to learn how to use this quote-unquote jargon, which is like another technical language. Well, it's the same thing with the most high. Even though he hears you and you're talking your regular language and whatever else, number one, you have to remember, the most high's special language that he made for himself was Hebrew. Even his children don't speak Hebrew. So you got the most high got to wink at the nonsense that you're doing. It will behoove you to learn how to talk to the most high in his scriptures because that's what he'll be teaching you. So this is what you got to know. You got to know these things. You got to understand these things. Okay? Okay. All of these things are beneficial for you to be able to reacquaint yourself if you've been disconnected from the Most High or get acquainted with the Most High on your end. Because remember, the Most High knows you better than yourself. And he said, 
the heart is desperately wicked, and it is. So don't fool yourself and believe in your heart that you're different than any other person who got a wicked heart. We must always work on ourselves and focus on not giving up because when we get too comfortable in our ways, being self-centered, um, egomaniacs, and acting like we're holier than other people, we tend to lose sight of the factual truth, which is that every heart is wicked and needs constant um, focus um, and work in order to um, be on the same wavelength as the Most High. Now I'll provide you with some instructions and then I'll um, provide some scriptures. Now, I try to put this in order, but I guess you can use this as a light guide and just do, um, you could tweak it any way you want. But as far as I'm concerned, uh, you got to begin. There's two things that I want you to know at the same time, because it, it goes hand in hand, okay? These two things that I'm going to tell you, I have to read the first one off first, but it goes hand in hand. So I'm just going to say 1.1 and 1.2, okay? All right, 1.1 begins with prayer. Perhaps the most common reason believers don't study the scriptures is because they don't understand them, or it seems too much like too much reading. Um, it also feels like it's intimidating, or maybe you just don't want to do it. Whatever your case is, don't let the word intimidate you. And do this before you start to read or study the scriptures. Begin by praying and asking the Most High to open your spiritual understanding, okay? And the scriptures say to, Tim to, to Timothy 3 and 16, King James, all scripture is given by inspiration of the Most High and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for inspiration and righteousness, okay? And Psalms 119, 130 King James says, the interest of thy words giveth life, it giveth understanding unto the simple. I hope that's self-explanatory. I want you to remember that as you pray, be aware that the words you are studying are inspired by the Most High, and he directs you. When you allow him to form what's... Excuse me. When you allow him to form what's in your heart, this is why you uh, must always check your heart. Because if there's some gunk in there, that's going to hinder the process. Mm -hmm. um, the book of um, the Shepherd of Hermas talks about how delicate the Ruach is. Of course, the um, Yeshua wants to come and suck with you in your heart. But your heart, which is the... Um, you are the, uh, remember, you are the um, temple. In order for them to come into your temple, it must be clean and consecrated. It can't be dirty and junky with negativity. The Ruach is too delicate for that. The, del the, uh, the Ruach's not coming in there. That's just like you going into somebody's dirty house. Do you want to go in there and sit down and sup with somebody with a dirty ass? Ugh. 
Now, this is 1.2. This is the segue into checking yourself, and this is important. In order to be a believer, you must know what the scriptures say for the most part, meaning have some sort of understanding that you have to have, uh, you have to be open and you have to have a clean heart and you have to be free of hatred, hidden and outright, free of biases, taught and developed, free of fear, because fear is a spirit taught by people, not by the most high. The most high said he never gave you the spirit of fear. So why is there fear there? You must ask yourself, what am I really afraid of? And deal with that fear, whatever it may be, and get it out. Because that can't be there with um, the Ruach. The Ruach is a spirit. All these other things are spirits, and they cannot reside together. That That's something that you got to understand. You, ask, you also have to learn how to talk to the Most High. Okay? And um, a part of it is believe that... Um, the world has good and bad people, understand that. And not everyone is bad and not everyone is good. There's a scripture that says bad is not 100% uh, bad, and I'm just paraphrasing, and good is not 100% good. And that's the truth, okay? Because I'm going to tell you this, that the most high stuck his foot down here today, who is Yeshua in the flesh, do you really believe in your heart of hearts that you're going to be going to the right? It's going to be a whole bunch of people on the left. Know that, understand that. So like I said, believe that the world has good and bad people. Not everybody's good who believes themselves to be good. Not everybody's bad who, um, well, nobody believes they're bad, but not everybody's bad, not everybody's good. Okay? So learning how to dis, um, to um, build up your discernment is imperative. Um, and also a spiritual gift that will be given to you when you continue to stay in the word and become more acquainted with the most high in your walk. Also be realistic with reading, learning, and receiving the word in its messages. And give yourself the grace to be a new learner. Set realistic goals and pace yourself. Now that's important because to people, they really do believe that the scriptures are um, intimidating. They believe that they could never, um, I'm not going to say master the scriptures, but they can never understand what the scriptures say, especially if they're around someone who um, can pull up a scripture off the top of their head. But people have to understand that this comes with years of meditating on the scripture. And I want to say this too. I did a lesson on... Um, integrity Did I do integrity? probably integrity and intent you also want to know and say to yourself what's important to me what is important to me and and this is a, a question that I could ask you and you could continue to ask yourself when you said what's important to you if the most high stuck his foot down here even if he told you I'm coming tomorrow I'm coming tomorrow. I'm coming March 9th, 2023. What are you going to do? I bet you people going to get down and start praying like they don't have no sense. They sure ain't going to just be sitting there. So pray, assert yourself in the word and start your walk because we don't know when Yeshua is coming down here. And that's the truth. 
So make a serious effort to read the Bible. What's important is that you must learn to acquaint yourself with the Bible and read it for content initially, which many people have not done. They have relied on others to tell them what's inside the Bible. And that's, that's they've been doing that for hundreds of years. As I have stated before, when judgment comes, the Most High will not be asking anyone about you. Okay, but you. He's going to ask you straight up. He ain't going to ask other people. And you will not be able to blame anybody else for your lack of knowledge of the scriptures. Okay, but yourself. So do yourself a favor and read and meditate on the scriptures or take the initiative to listen and meditate on it. Now, I've made it easier for you to go on the platform library and choose the scriptures that you want. I um, Every time I go into a new look, a book, I upload the scriptures. All the Old Testament should be in that, um, should have been. Well, I know the first five books have been. So I'm going to say this. I'm not going to say the whole Old Testament because I haven't. Because I want to start doing the... Um, the prophets and then just upload all the prophets which would be beneficial to you but before i do that i need to talk about the prophets i only had one lesson on the prophets just one and they're very important but now that we're in first samuel it gives you an idea of how important the prophets were and are so that's why i'm doing this lesson without doing a cliff note because i need you to wrap your head and your spiritual being around how important the prophets are because there are a whole bunch of lessons and a whole bunch of prophecies that have not unfurled and some of them are unfurling as we speak. So that's how important it is. So it will behoove you to get into those scriptures for yourself and just start reading them. You don't have to um beat yourself up. You don't have to set any unrealistic goals. You can do the Bible in one year. You could do the Bible in two years. You can read through the Bible the first time and then read through it just to acquaint yourself and then read um, for content. You want to get yourself acquainted with everything in it. And I know a lot of people who read the Bible really just does, um, they don't know uh, how the Bible really works in terms of, like I said, prophecy, the first five books of Moses, in terms of, in term of all those things. So if you just read it for yourself, just book by book until you get to the end, you'll have an idea of what's been going on in it. And then you can have someone who can direct you and have classes and lessons and lectures so that you can understand it better. That's what happened with me. That's what happened with other lecturers. That's what happened with other people who teach the scriptures. They had to start somewhere. Everybody has to start somewhere. And I'm sure there was someone that they trusted to get them through the scriptures and give them some kind of understanding. And then when the Most High is dealing with them and have blessed them in the area that they should go, then they're able to branch out and teach. And that's pretty much how it works. Because most I say, he pouring out his spirit and people are going to be doing all kinds of stuff. Okay. He said that about the children of Israel. And then he said that about everybody. So you want to start there. Okay. Um, 
This way, um, you will at least know the content of the scriptures, which is important. Another thing you want to do is get acquainted with the word and, if possible, um, immerse yourself in the word. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the word of the Most High is living and active, okay, and it's sharp. Okay, um, begin breaking that down and try using the scriptures uh, with a dictionary, okay? Um, look up the meaning of the words in its original language. The Old Testament was in Aramaic and Hebrew. The New Testament was in Hebrew and Greek. Now, I want to say this before we move on. When you start learning, and I'm going to, there's a lesson that I want to say, and I'm just going to upload something. It's just going to be a message just to give you an idea of what the scriptures are about, because the scriptures have been broken down so many languages. We have been lied to as a whole human line about how um, the scriptures were originally written. Why does that matter? It matters because Latin is not Hebrew. Latin was a language of the last kingdom, which the Most High said is going to be the most wicked kingdom that's going to take the children of Israel, kill them, rape them, steal them, uh, do all kinds of stuff to them. So if they turned around and changed everything into Latin, which was not supposed to be, then you already know that you're deceived. So, like I said, once you start really getting into the word and diving into the word, you will know how important it is for those scriptures to have stayed the way they were. And being that they've been, um, um, I was going to say dissected, but they haven't been, because if they would, they, uh, if they really were dissected, then it would have been um, better written. Um, they were translated in different languages. And when it went into um, Latin, there was a lot of mistakes. And it just took you from the original words, which meant something else. That's how important it is. Okay. Um, once you find out the original language, like I said, Old Testament is um, Aramaic and Hebrew. New Testament, Hebrew and Greek, not Latin, which Pontius Pilate wrote on top of Yeshua's um, hike or um, stick I would just say a tree and he wrote in three languages is the bible written was the original bible written in those languages no there was no um, no latin he wrote it in greek latin and hebrew no latin okay um, when you find out what the truth is you'll start to see a deeper meaning in the words um, you'll also know and understand that the scriptures were not written um, in those other languages, which means something totally different. Jesus, Yahshua, understand? When you are in the word, you are actually building your faith and focus on important information um, that is developing your, uh, your, your foundational knowledge. You can study the same passage several times and continue to discover new relevant um, information throughout your um, walk. Um, 
you will want to consider choosing the right tools to aid you in learning. Um, you could do it with a lexicon. You could do it with a, uh, a study Bible um, or perhaps. Um, uh, well, you can get a regular dictionary, too, because you already know it's in regular language. But um, like I said, words change. But I say this to say, make the effort. Um, and as you dig deeper, the Most High is going to talk to you because the Most High speaks to you through the scriptures. So make the effort. I already told you, um, when you want to talk to the Most High, you got to learn how to talk to him. As you continue to do um, the Bible study verse by verse, you can do it yourself. Like I said, um, use different methods. Read it all through first and then read it for content and then just keep reading and meditating on it. The Most High will start talking to you. There's no limit to the wealth of understanding and growth that will come from spending time in the Most High's Word. And that's the truth. People get marveled about people who could just pull scriptures off the top of their head. That's not a marvel. That took uh, effort. That's what it did. It took effort on your part. And, and the thought of what is my priority? So it gives you an idea of what your priority should be. And if your priority is not the most high, trust me, you're not going to be his priority. <laughs> okay? Be a doer of the word also. Don't just study the most high's word for nothing. Point, uh, the point of reading and studying is actually to walk in the most high's word, as well as to put the most high's word into practice in your life. If the Most High speaks to you personally and or throughout your life, the applications and principles you will find in the scriptures. If he's talking to you, that's that's where it is, okay? Um, can be applied and will be applied to your day-to-day -day life, okay? Those principles and stuff that you learn and pick up. When the Most High starts talking to you, that's how you're going to build your foundation. Okay, ooh. Luke eleven twenty eight 28 says, in the King James, but he said, yea, rather blessed are they that hear the word of the Most High and keep it. Put what you learn into practice and develop, build up, and solidify the foundation that you will build, and it will sharpen your spiritual morality. Work it. Memorize various scriptures, especially the battle scriptures. Memorizing the Most High's word transforms our hearts and minds, giving us the perspective to see through the lens of righteous wisdom and recognize the Most High's hand in the work of our lives. Instead of just pulling a verse out of the air, prayerfully get to know the story and the deep wisdom behind every note of the Most High's truth because the scriptures allow us to connect with the creator of the universe. And it does. As we humbly pray various verses over our lives, we learn more about who our Abba Father is, who is the Savior, who is the Savior and the Comforter, our living Elohim, the great I Am. That's who you come to know for yourself and not other people telling you. Speak the scriptures out loud. 
For some, it may be awkward to speak scripture out loud, but it's worth the effort. Speaking the Most High's word has literal power. Isaiah 55 and 11 from the King James says, So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth, and it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper the thing whereto I send it. I'm going to tell you this. When you want to get rid of those devils and you know the most high and you know what the most high's words say, because they know what it says too. You can't pull nothing over on the, um, on the devils because they was here before you. They know what the most high's word says. If you don't know the most high's word, how are you fighting them in the spirit? Because we're not fighting flesh and blood. That's what the most high said. How are you fighting a spirit with carnal uh, war methods? You can't. You have to fight them with the word. That's what Yahshua did to the devil. They was fighting on top of that mountain when the devil took Yahshua three different places. What did they do? They duels, duels. They dueled, meaning fighting. They dueled with spiritual scriptures. That's what they did. And that's how you have to fight spirits with the word because the word is a two-edged sword with fire on it. Oh, the devils know whether you know the scriptures or not. They know. And you are not going to pull nothing um, over on any of the um, the uh, spiritual realm and those spirits that attack. You're not going to pull no um, wool over their eyes simply because they know the scriptures. And they will know if you know the scriptures. So it will behoove you to know the scriptures for your own benefit. A lot of times when people get plagued with... Um, depression and all this other stuff that's spirits you need to learn how to fight spiritually you need to know how to talk to the most high so he can help you fight because he left you a whole bunch of tools and it don't seem like anybody's using them now there's some things that you have to remember every time you start to study the scriptures a study session will be much more productive to begin with and have a constant prayer in your heart, asking the Most High for a deeper understanding of the things you are studying and pondering over. Pondering is a form of prayer that involves faithful thinking. Instead of filling your mind, your mind with doubt, fill it with faith and trust that the Most High is going to reveal more to you than you have previously understood. Think about what you are reading instead of skimming over it. Don't just let the words go into your head without thinking about exactly what is said and what it means and implies. This takes a huge effort on your part, and it will be a huge benefit to you in your walk. Also, don't forget to pray and thank the Most High for understanding what you've gained. You're supposed to thank the most high for everything. Always watch yourself and your walk because it's important to always check your thoughts and actions in order to weed out any negativity hiding within you. And that also goes for any unbelief. Okay, There's a scripture that says, I believe, but help my unbelief. Because I'm faith as a mustard seed can move a mountain. 
I ain't never in all the, the years I've been here seen anybody move a mountain. Have you? But nevertheless, the uh, Yeshua said, if you have faith from us to see, you can move a mountain. I believe that. Nobody got that kind of faith. This is why the laws is still the laws. Okay? So like I said, weed out any and all negativity hiding within you and stay humble. Everybody stay humble. Because we can easily at any time puff up like a balloon. <laughs> Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Now there's some scriptures I want to say to back up what I'm saying. And hopefully this will help you. Like I said, for those people who are listening to me and don't go to church and there's just finding out and having a new walk, you can always email me. You can all on Spotify, you can email me at um the email that I always upload. Can't remember it off the top of my head. Email me. I can always assist. I do get questions every now and then. I do answer them if you don't want me to answer the questions on air. I do this so that I can help other people. Um, we are currently being heard in 26 countries. 26 countries, including the United States. Okay? So if anybody has questions, and I thank you for your questions, and I am always open to answer the question if I can. I am a humble servant of the Most High, and I admit I don't know everything. Um, facts change. The things we come to know as facts change all the time. The Most High's truth is what it is. Sometimes the Most High don't reveal a truth to us. Maybe he revealed it to somebody else, and maybe somebody else can help. In that case, I can help you find the answer by somebody else. I'm humble enough to know that. I will always be a humble servant, always been since I was a child. I don't never get up and talk about I'm puffed up in any way because I know that anytime uh, something could go down and I only have control over me. I understand that. I know that. Not like that with everybody else, but um, like I said, if I don't have the answer, I could totally get the answer if somebody has it. And I'm also humble enough and people should be humble enough to say that they don't know it because the most I say he ain't going to give everybody everything. He's not, because then you don't have to rely on him, right? The most high thoughts and feelings are nowhere near ours. So let me start saying some scriptures first, um, no particular order, whether no uh, Old or New Testament. I'm just saying scriptures, and then we're going to wrap up. So I have some scriptures that I want to tell you in regards to um, humbling yourself, because remember, when you start praying and stuff like that, you got to get all that mess out of your heart. You can't just go and be puffed up and thinking that you're doing this and doing that and then praying and you ain't getting it. You're not going to get what you asked for because there's something in your heart and in your being that needs to change. So um, here's some scriptures and I'm going to be reading them from the um, the ESV, the English Standard Version Bible, not the um, King James. So um, there will be one or two that I'm going to read in the King James, but I'll let you know. These are in the ESV. Humble yourself, James 4 and 10. Humble yourselves before the Most High and he will exalt you. This is important because before you go into the throne, honey, you got to be humble. You can't be puffed up coming to the throne. And especially if you want something from the Most High, 
That's why you don't get it a lot of times. Your pay, your prayer is not effective in any way. You're not speaking the most high's language. That's what you're not doing. And you coming to him all puffed up. He don't even know who the who who is this. The one with the wicked heart coming to my throne asking for something. Child, please. First Peter 5 and 6, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of the most high, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you. Yeah, he's going to do it in his time, not yours. There are things that you have to follow, rules and regulations you got to follow. I already told you. I already read some of them. 2 Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people, and this is for the children of Israel, especially for y'all, because y'all don't listen to nothing. You puffed up, you uh, stiff-necked, you egotistical, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. That's why they in the position they in. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves in every area and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Do you see any of that happening? This is why I'm having this lesson now. Children of Israel ain't doing none of that. None of that. And until the children of Israel uh, do that, they will stay in the position they're in. You ain't speaking the most high language with the nonsense that's going on. Ephesians 4 and 2. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. That's what you need to be doing. That's how you need to start walking. Proverbs 11 and 2, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. Mm -hmm. Matthew 23 and 12, whoever exalts himself will be humble. And whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Exactly. What do you think Yahshua did when he came down here? He was washing people's feet. He was just as humble as pie. And he could have just wiped the whole world away and started new. With much power comes much responsibility. You want that power? Then you need to become responsible. Okay? Proverbs 29 and 23, one's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly, meaning humble, in spirit will obtain honor. Why do you think, and there's, there's hundreds, but I'm not going to read hundreds because we don't have that time. But why do you think the most high makes sure that we know to be humble? Because that's a part of the formula of walking with the most high. You can't be haughty and walk with the most high. You can't be stiff neck and walk with the most high. You can't be an egomaniac and walk with the most high. You can't. It doesn't work. I'm going to read two more and then I'm more. First Peter 3 and 8, finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Mm-hmm. You got to stay humble, honey. Stay humble. Because everybody got a wicked heart. Philippians 2, 5 through 8, have this mind among yourselves which is yours in Yeshua HaMashiach, who, though he was in the form of the Most High, did not count equality with the Most High 
a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on that spike, death on that tree. So if Yahshua did it, who is the most high, by the way, you need to do it. So it's not beneath you. It's not something that cannot be achieved. It's something that's important, is relevant, and you need to be doing it. You need to focus on that. That's how important it is. It's very important, okay? That's what you need to know. Keep that in the forefront of your mind and don't forget it. Now we're going to read the power of prayer. Mark 11 and 24. Therefore, I tell you, all from the ESV, I told you. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, having a humble heart, walking in the most high, believe you have received it and it will be yours. How important is that? Now, you can't go, you can't bypass being humble. You can't bypass your faith to just go and ask for something and get it. You cannot do that. It ain't going to work. James 5 and 16, therefore confess your sins one to another. This is a tricky one. I'm going to explain it. One to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is great power as it is working. Now, you can confess your sins to someone who is walking with the Most High, who has a humble heart, who is uh, the Most High is working on and working with, and you're walking with him and the rocks in your heart, that's when you could confess your sins to them. If you are confessing your sins to somebody with a wicked heart, they will turn what you said, your deepest, darkest secret, and whatever against you. You need to understand that. This is why you need to get in the scriptures because you need to know what they say. You can't afford to walk with these um, with these scriptures in your head being literal. Because a lot of these scriptures come with more background information that is needed for you to understand. This is why it's important to get into the scriptures. Ephesians 6 and 18. Trying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Once you start working with the Most High and the worst, Most High is working on you, you're going to be able to do all of these things because prayer is powerful, okay? And you got to, I already told you, you got to learn how to talk to the Most High. I already told you when you're in a particular area of expertise, they use different jargon that uh, other people don't use. So other people is not going to understand what they say, okay? Just like the Most High. It's the same thing with the Most High. You got to use certain words. You got to... Uh, Come to him with a, a contrite heart. You got to be humble and then speak uh, the most high's language so that he could talk to you. Don't come up to the throne with no nonsense. John 14, 13 and 14. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. This is why. This is why. He doesn't have a problem granting your prayers, but there's certain stipulations that got to be in place. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Mm -hmm. He just ain't going to uh, grant no heathen or nobody who's not acting right. 
no prayer. You ain't going to hear nothing but crickets. You better ask the children of Israel in the Old Testament when they kept um, sinning and all that. And the Most High just was like, whatever. We in that area now. When they going up against nations and, and they ain't do right, look at Shaul. He ain't do right. And he want the Most High to talk to him and hear him. Most High ain't saying nothing. And you already know he told Shemuel, what you being upset about that for? I already took my favor off him. My source is off Shaul. Next, John 15 and 7. If you abide in me and my words, I abide in you. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Now, if you notice, it says that in John 15 and 7, it, always, it also says it in John 14, 13 and 14. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me go on because there's a lot of John here. So let me go somewhere else because wherever there's the same thing over and over, you know how important it is. First John 5 and 14. And this is the confidence that we have toward him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now that's important. Why? Because you got to be in his will. I already told you, you have to be in his will. You have to be in his will. You just can't come all willy-nilly, honey. You got to speak his language. You got to come with a humble heart. You got to have um, all of that wicked, stinking, thinking out of there. Uh-huh. They can't come knocking on your door and having supper with you with all that gunk inside you. Uh-huh. And you surely can't say nothing to them if you come into them with nonsense. Uh-huh. James 1 and 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask the Most High who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Uh-huh. So, hold on, Vicky. No one understands that the Most High is not playing with us. There's certain criteria you got to be in. And I'm not saying... You can't come to the Most High with a prayer. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in order to walk with the Most High, certain things have to be done. Because you got to be in the understanding. And the Most High is already in the understanding. Y'all have to be walking hand in hand. Okay? You got to be walking with that understanding. And I'm going to tell you this. Matthew 6, 7, and 8. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, heathens, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. What he said? I already told you. He knew you before the foundation of the world. He knew what you was going to do. He knew the nonsense you was going to go through. He knew what you would fall for and what you wouldn't fall for. He already knew this. So don't come to him with no nonsense. That's what that is. Don't come to him with no nonsense. He don't play no nonsense, child. Anybody who grew up with a father or mother that you knew not to play with. Okay. All right now. Okay. Because we're not going to play the, uh, with the most high. He does love you, but he doesn't take mess. No, he does not. Okay. Now we're going to talk about angels and how they assist in prayers that go to the Most High. I'm going to tell you, the angels are the helpers of the Most High and uh, the children of earth. 
angels been watching over. I already told you before they was flesh, they were spirit. Angels been watching over the children of earth and especially the children of Israel since they before they was um, made. Before the Most High breathed the breath in the first human being, which is Adam, in the middle in the uh, the middle of the earth, which is in paradise, that brown uh, ruddy uh, clay, and breathed the breath of life in Adam. The angels was ready to assist, except those ones that was rocking with the devil. Understand that? Know that? Psalms one hundred three and twenty. I'm showing you that the angels been here helping and and guiding since the beginning. So it's just. Um, giving you information that the angels are around and assisting. Psalms 103 and 20, blessed the most high, O you his angels, you mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Aha, uh -huh. who's the voice of his word? You already know, Yahshua. Psalms 91 and 11, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Hebrews 13 and 2, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. And that's the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. They've been walking around since before we got here. Luke 1 and 19, and the angel answered, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of the Most High, and I was sent to speak to you and bring you the good news. So, you know, they've been walking around doing the most high's instructions, his uh, precepts, his commands. They've been doing it since day one. I told you everybody got laws. Everybody got statutes, precepts, commands, everybody until the consummation of time. Everybody since Adam sinned and transgressed. Everybody. Yeshua came to fulfill the law, meaning live up to the standard of. Still got to be... Um, Angels still got to do what they need to do. We still got to do what our, we need to do. It is what it is. Matthew 18 and 10. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven. Angels is praying. They do all kinds of stuff. The angel, oh, Psalms 34 and 7. The angel of the most high encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Honey, the angels been here. They've been willing to help, praying, interceding, crying for you. They've been doing all kinds of stuff. This is what the scriptures say. Uh-huh. Revelation 4 and 8. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within. And day and night, they never cease to say, holy, holy, holy is the most high RL. Who was and is and is to come. Oh, 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 oh. I got a lot to say about that. But it's not gonna, it's gonna take us somewhere else. So I'm not gonna say it, but I will say this. The most high said he is, I am. Okay, Yahshua, when he came down here and he told um, them disciples before Abraham was, I am. Okay. The Most High is everywhere. He is not bound by space and time. He's been here in the beginning, in the middle, in the end. He's going to be here. Okay? And that's powerful. And he got, the, um, he got the angels and different types of heavenly hosts 
that watch everything. They take note of everything. They do their prayers. They do all kinds of stuff. They got jobs. They been been had jobs. Okay. I already did a lesson on do your job. I already told you what the angels do, the heavenly hosts, all of them. Everybody does their jobs except for us. Now I want to say some scriptures about learning to trust the most high in prayer. Okay, this is important. Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. Blessed is the man who trusts in the most high. He is like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes for its leaves remain green and it is not anxious in the year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit. See what you can get when you walk in the most high's word, you will bear fruit. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the most high with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding because his thoughts are not our thoughts. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. It says he is straight your paths, but I say direct because that's King James. Um, Romans 15 and 13, may the most high of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Ruach HaKadosh, you may bound in hope. It means you'll be having hope in the most high. You'll be having focus in the most high and know that your prayers are going to be answered no matter what. Because the most high can do anything. 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 Okay? I want to say something else too. <laughs> when I say my little, uh, my little stuff about anything and all of that, you already know I'm joking. Okay, I'm being jovial. When I say nothing and all of that, I'm being jovial. Because I need you to understand in a playful manner and seriously that this is not a game. This is not a game, but we can uh, take it on a light note just to understand that, you know, everything's not so serious, even though this word is serious. So don't take yourself so serious, but just know you have to be um diligent in your walk with the most high so just know that okay um isaiah 26 and 3 you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you okay there's going to be a hand in hand because the most high tests us all the time he'll know when we're ready so he could give us uh more um once he understand, well, once we understand and we walk with him, because the Most High already knows us, then he'll trust us with more, um, more responsibilities and stuff like that. Yeah, if you can't be trusted with the little stuff, how can you be trusted or even thought to be trusted with bigger things, bigger responsibilities? That's even in the scriptures. Um, Psalms one eighteen and eight. It is better to take refuge in the Most High then trust in man. And that's important. There's a lot of heathens down here that trust in man, honey. And when you trust in man, you don't know who you trust in. Because the uh, the devil is the God of this earth. And guess what? He uses the flesh like dumb. And nine times out of 10, when you listening to somebody, they just as fleshly. So who's dealing with them? The devil. Straight up and down. Psalms 56 and 3. 
When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Okay, the psalmist is telling the Most High, when I'm scared, I put my trust in you because the Most High did not give us the spirit of fear. So once your trust is in the Most High, your fears are diminished because the spirit of fear is leaving. Psalms 37 and 5, commit your way to the Most High, trust in him and he will act. Yes, he will. Mm-hmm. So... I got one more to say, and then, excuse me, I'm going to wrap this up. I just need you to understand there is a method to the walk, but you have to be determined to walk. It has to be a priority to you, and you'll get what you're asking for, because the Most High will give it to you, especially if you, you're ready to glorify him, you're ready to walk in his word, of course he's going to give it to you. This world is evil, is wicked, and he is waiting for more workers. Uh-huh. He's waiting. I'm going to say this last one. And then. I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. I'm going to say two. Three. <laughs> three. Psalms 9 and 10. And those who know your name. Put their trust in you. For you. Oh, yeah. Have not forsaken those who seek you. The most high don't forsake nobody. That's why he said whosoever. Come on, I'm ready. I'll take you. Uh-huh. Psalms 28 and 7. For the most high is my strength and my shield. In him, my heart trusts. And I will, excuse me, and I am helped. My heart exalts. And with my song, I give thanks to him. A little confusing to me, so I'm going to read it again. The most high is my strength and my shield. In him, my heart trusts, and I will be helped. My heart exalts, and with my song, I give thanks to him. Ugh. Okay, and this is the last one I will read. Romans 8 and 28. And we know that for those who love the most high, all things will work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So if you're seeking the most high, you already know in his foreknowledge, he already made you, uh, well, he made you a being that needed to seek him because he already chose you before the foundation of the world. That's why. It kind of... Um, is kind of a psychological um, exercise, I would say. Because when you read that particular scripture, it's like, uh, wow. If he's, if he's calling me according to his purpose, that means he already called you before the foundation of the world. It just didn't happen yet in human time. Before you was here, the most high already put it in your heart. At a certain time, he's going to call you to do X, Y, and Z. That's what that means. So you was, if, he, if he's calling you, if you woke up, if you are um, being spiritually elevated or whatever it is, he already told you before the foundation of the world. So this is not new or a surprise to him, even though it may be a surprise to you. Um, we have to understand that the Most High did everything that he needed to do um, 
according to this human uh, world that we live in. And he already did it before the foundation of the world. So you seeking him today is not a big surprise. Okay. It's already been done. He already, um, he already wired you in a particular way for you to seek him whatever day or whatever time you started seeking him. And that's how it is. Okay, there's some things that we can never wrap our heads around that the Most High has done. And it's okay that we can't wrap our heads around it because we could trust in the Most High and he's going to direct our paths. We don't need to know all of those things as long as we got the Most High. Okay, so with that, I say I hope your Wednesday is good. And if this is going in and out, I already told you there's problems between the connection of my monitor and the computer. So I hope it doesn't cut off because I saw it stick twice. So hopefully um, it didn't and you got this word. I hope this word edified you and thank you for listening. Enjoy your Wednesday and until next time. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth from the Most High, but you know what's better? hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.